This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, you guys, welcome to the Kerm River Fly Shop Guide Roundtable for October 11th, I think it is, isn't it? It is. Somewhere in there. I'm with Ryan and Rob Bueller. How you doing, guys? Hi, guys. And we're going to give you guys a quick report on what's happening up here in the Southern Sierra. But before I do that, I want to say thank you very much to everyone out there listening to the podcast. It's pretty overwhelming how many responses we're getting from all the different folks that we've been having on the show um, our last one with Evan Moore was uh, was well received by the kayaking community, which is really cool. And uh, what a stud that guy is, man! Okay. Absolutely, <laughs> those are the ones that I like because it's outside my world. Yeah, and then right. you get those guys like him that are the top of the top of this extreme guys. And yeah, it's impressive. I learned so much, man, yeah. from interviewing all these different guys and stuff. So. Um, well, it's what's been happening out there on the on the river. We'll start with uh, Rob. Rob, the river's finally open. Yeah, yeah. hallelujah. Yeah, it's been about six weeks. We've had uh, a day or two here or there where they allowed us access to the upper river, but pretty much a six week stretch where we haven't been able to fish the upper river. So it's finally open. Um, the fish are super aggressive because they haven't been pressured for six weeks conditions are perfect uh, the last two guide trips were uh, outstanding we had a blast uh, so super stoked to be back out on the water feeling blessed to be able to be out back out there and uh, everything's fantastic so come on up to the shop everything's fully stocked and we'd be stoked to go out with you if you want to come on out so um uh fly wise uh, tell me about like uh you know, what's happening out there as far as bugs that you're seeing, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the, the, there's not a ton of hatch activity right now, but we were flipping some rocks over and seeing what was going mm -hmm. on. And, there's, you know, we got midges, caddis are pretty active, uh, some stoneflies, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of mayflies. Uh, midday, we're seeing a small blue wing olive hatch, but mm -hmm. um, it, that's kind of selective in the different pools up and down the river. So you got to kind of find a spot where, where rising fish are coming up for those BWOs. How big are the BWOs? Uh, they're pretty tiny, uh, really small, 20s to 24s probably. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Awesome. And then um, are you seeing any stonefly action at all? Are you uh, seeing anything out there? No adult stoneflies, yeah. um, uh, just under the rocks. And But we've been fishing attractor flies, uh, larger stimulators, uh, the scoticators, the fuzzy wuzzies, which represent those adult stones. And the fish are coming up and eating those pretty aggressively still. So technique-wise, you guys are doing uh, dry dropper type stuff. That's where we're kind of keying on. But uh, the actually, we did a couple of the pools. Um, on the first day I went out, we just went straight stimulator and we're having fish rise right up to that stimulator how fun is that so amazing it's the best and there hasn't been any rising fish that we see and then we just prospect around with the big stimmy size eight size six oh, awesome. uh, make sure you got some rubber legs on there it seems to be a big key mm-hmm. those rubber legs not only they're in tractor but they out they act as outriggers and they keep your fly floating right sometimes those big deer hair flies will fall on their side so make sure you got rubber legs in there mm-hmm. and they were just coming up out of nowhere and it's great you're just drifting along and it's just this surprise out of nowhere something shoots up grabs it and goes down it's been awesome are you guys uh fishing uh mostly uh, way up river are you fishing down towards town are you guys what what, what have you guys been doing or uh, you've been all over the place all a little bit all over the place and fish are pretty active everywhere uh-huh and yeah we're, and we're talking about the upper kern uh right above kernville in that section and it's been closed for about uh well we had it's been about five weeks or something it's, crazy like that. But we it's had, actually we had six a, weeks. We had a three-day yeah. session there. We did. We right. went three weeks. It was closed. The one yeah. fire died down. They opened it up. I was out with clients, and all of a sudden, that windy fire kicked up, and you see the big plume behind us. And right after that, they closed it down. You're right. We had three days. Yeah. And then three more weeks of being closed. And then it opened up again, luckily, and it's been fantastic. I fished the middle section. Uh, the flows are at like 110 CFS right now because of the little mm-hmm. bit of rain we had. Uh-huh. But I fished below the dam in a couple section really good mm-hmm. and above the dam too and then out on the four mile also. All that's been really, really good water. Uh-huh. And yesterday, uh, one of my clients didn't hook any fish halfway through the session, so I was changing up a few techniques and, and we used um, indicator with a two-fly rig below that with one of the big Pat's rubber legs and he got a hookup on that. So I know the Euro nymphing and uh, just straight nymphing will be fantastic as well too. And I we saw some fresh uh, golden stonefly shucks yesterday. Oh, okay. That were relative wasn't a lot, but there was a few fresh ones out. So it's yep. always worth fishing those patterns year round out here. Um, okay. And what about uh, water clarity? Have you guys seen any? Yeah, how's, it's that, been how's that been looking? A little bit of the rain. Just a hair, mm-hmm. just a hair off color, but you can still see perfectly in down in there, and the fish have been really active. Uh-huh. So water clarity, water temps. Yesterday we started, it was fifty six degrees in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. So yeah, not crystal clear, but I almost I kind of like it like that, where it's uh-huh. a little bit off color, and mm-hmm. then the flashier flies work real well. That real really well. Woo, tongue twister. Um, <laughs> the slim so, shiny pertagon was has been dominating the last couple of days and it's yeah. got a little bit of flash so it's a little attractor and the is fish, that, the is fish. that gold or uh is it silver what color it, it is kind of like an opal uh right. silver pearl color okay and um i guess um i think i was out on friday i think it was friday or something like that i went fishing and just to check it out and um uh, and I was doing a little study on the bugs and I found that there was just tons of little betas nymphs, probably size 20. Okay. I saw a bunch of those too. Yeah. And they were still, their wing case was still green. Yeah. Hadn't started growing up and getting dark yet, but there was a ton That's of That's a little FYI for you, yeah. you guys out there. 
Um, what about uh, lower kern sessions? And um, I know, um, Rob, you've been down there. What have you been finding? Yeah, I had a really fun one with clients uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, we got into a little bit of everything. We were catching. Um, I, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure what they are, the spotted bass or largemouth when I catch those sometimes. But um, mm -hmm. we were getting those. We were getting black crappie. Each guy hooked a nice smallmouth, but got off right at the net before we uh, got it in. That was about a pound and a half. So uh -huh. good session. Um, fish were active. Uh, fishing little sink tip lines with uh, white. White seemed to be the best. Uh, small white clousers mm -hmm. or um, uh, little woolly buggers work good too. Uh-huh. Yep. Were you doing uh, popper uh, dropper type stuff with those no, guys? Or just no, kind of straight strip we weren't tripping? seeing anything on top, so we're just kind of sinking the line down, and most uh -huh. of the bites were several feet down and uh, doing a little pause and strip retrieve. Okay, so were you casting against the bank? Were you finding them in the middle? Almost or? all of them were against the bank. Um, I had one of my clients where I was just kind of guiding him down the edge, and we were just pitching it right into the bank and, and pulling it back and, and got them all right on the bank. What do you think the water temperature is down there? It's probably, it It was cooler than I thought. It was in the 50s, too. Yeah, 55-ish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and same with it, the... About a week and a half ago, I think it was like 60, 62, so I'm, yeah, okay. I'm sure it's down in the 50s by now. Okay, because we've been having some uh, cooler, cooler nights. Cool, nice. and did, you, did we already talk about the upper current water temperature? Did you uh, say I 50, just mentioned it. 55? 56, yeah. 55. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God, that's so perfect. That's yeah, awesome. They're real active and moving around and grabbing. Yeah, instead of sitting there, they're actually moving it's yeah. been nice happy fish happy I think, fish yeah. i think um last year we were, do, we were i think in november we were all cruising up uh, still crushing into november yeah, yeah. We're that pat's rubber leg pat's was rubber just legs. dynamite yeah. up there at that time yeah, yeah. right and you guys remember that oh, it was yeah, so yeah. fun right on um and i remember um the water was just perfect. There's no one it up was. there. It's just, yep. it's just a great and place to if be. If we don't get a super, super, you know, cold spell here for a while, that water's going to stay this way through into November. And it, huh. it yeah. does look like the next couple of weeks we have some good weather, so it should stay steady. Fishing should be excellent. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. BoatTrader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Yep. Tell, um, tell me about your guys' latest uh, trip with uh, Vaughn. Oh, Just to man. let everybody know about that. We spent that? two days with Captain Vaughn Podmore, Salty Fly, uh -huh. um, out at Catalina. Mm -hmm. And normally this time of year, there's yellowtail all around, and it's been lacking that. He wasn't sure if he was going to take us, and he goes, you guys want to go? We're like, yeah, let's go try. So we got out there, 
um, right away got into a really good buy with calicos, a few bonito and mackerel, big size mackerel. He called them horse dick mackerel. <laughs> they, were, they were pretty big. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the sea lions came in, shut that down. And so we went to another spot, kind of picked at them all day like that and really didn't have any shots at Yellowtail the first day. And we went out with our buddy Adam. The next day, Rob and I went out with them just alone. And right away, we got shots at Yellowtail. Um, it was fabulous, but those things are so hard to get to bite the fly. And we just couldn't get any hookups that day. Uh-huh. But we went around and picked it, you know, some calico. and. Mm-hmm. Um, Mainly it was Calico that day, the second day, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So um, always amazing going out there, even when the fishing is slow. Such an amazing adventure. Uh, the first day we saw a sea turtle, flying fish, two bald eagles. Uh, day yeah. two we saw five bald eagles and, okay. then, and then had a shot at yellowtail too. So, you know, unbeatable, cool unbeatable experience. Yeah, and yeah. that huge dolphin school eating the, through the bait Oh, ball. my God, massive school of dolphins on the way out on day yeah. two. <laughs> it was amazing. So it's like getting out here. You never, you know, half the adventure isn't about catching the fish, but what you see when you're out there, all the, you know, getting out in nature. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what about uh, the Kelsey Bass Ranch? Can you guys talk a little bit about that? Wow. So, so that was kind of weird. Uh, Kelsey Bass Ranch, we were all three of us were trying to plan a trip and we were going to go together. And I, I contacted the lake um, scheduling manager and set up a date for us. And everything was looking like it was okay. And then he called. A, I was up at Crowley doing a trip up there and he called me one night. And I don't answer my phone at, at night. And it was Cliff from Kelsey Bass Ranch. And I'm like, I better answer this one. And he says that the uh, ranch has been sold, and we knew that, but we thought all of the passes and all of the uh, memberships were gonna continue through the end of this year, but he let me know that the new owners, as soon as escrow went through, were not gonna allow anyone on the lake to fish. And so there was maybe three days left uh, to get up on the lake to get some fishing in, and he said, I know you guys are planning the following week, but if you can get up here and get in a couple days, uh, you're more than welcome to come fish. And Ryan and I were able to work it out on our schedule. So we were literally the last two guys on that lake to fish before they closed it down and went to new ownership. We had two days and the first day paddle out in the morning and throw out um, a popper up on the water and I'm just sitting there, you know, two, three pound bass just explodes Ooh. on it. <laughs> and we're like, God, this place is so bitch. And we look around and there's no one on the water but us. And we had about a day and a half like that. And we are the last ones. The last night we had to leave at four in the morning, be out of there by five. And we're fishing in tonight. And we're looking around. We're like, oh my God, how lucky are we to be the last ones here? And Robbie ended up catching the last bass at Kelsey. We got we got into a nice little flurry at, <laughs> right the, at end. the end. I caught yeah. the last fish would be in one of those little bluegill or whatever they are, the sunfish in there. Yeah. And it was just fortunate to be yeah. the right time. And then the next day we come home. The current opened up. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys we're the first up ones were up the bridge, and then unfortunately it closed back down again. Yeah, but a couple days yeah later. That, that ranch is something special, and we have hopes it might open again to the public. You don't know, though. Cliff said he's going con- to wait a little bit and then contact the new owners and discuss with them opening it up to membership and fishing again. What an potent- amazing. Potentially in the future. Fishery for, oh, for bass, man. Yeah, it's so really incredible. Is. We all love that place. So, so right as the sun was going down, the last day we were. Um, pulling sliders um kind of oh nice. reverse poppers so when we a uh, diver or slider c- t- kind of fly yeah and uh 
the fish were just going crazy. As soon as the sun went down, where it was Epic. just below the horizon, the fish were just crushing it. So we had a really killer session right at the end. Awesome. Last but not least, let's talk about Crowley. Crowley, what an amazing season. Thank you for everybody that came out and enjoyed the season on the Hog Hunter boat this year. Um, it's just coming to an end. Um, normally the season ends October 31st, but they're pulling a bunch of water out early this year. We might be able to get a trip or two in. I'll let you guys know. Uh, what the water looks like after the 13th and if we can still launch. Uh, but again, it's been a great year. Almost every trip has been loaded with big fish and lots of fish. Uh, so thanks for coming out and just looking forward to next year. So they are lowering water out at uh, below um, Crowley for LA? I Is think that they're flushing or? right now. They're f are they flushing out the gorge? They, that's it. They're trying to flush the gorge out. So they're, they're letting so much water out that it's clearing out all of the vegetation that is built up in the gorge, which is just below yeah. Lake Crowley and then runs down into Pleasant Valley Reservoir. And then oh. they trap it in Pleasant Valley and then keep it there and use it as so they I need. Think, I think the goal of this flush is just to clear the vegetation out of the gorge. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. That can be a good thing. Yeah. It, it will fishing, be. Right? It will yeah. be. Yes, it's a absolutely. really neat area in there. It's, it's a unique fishery yeah. inside there too. So we're coming up on uh, where we're going to start doing trips up on um, the Owens River, the Lower Owens and stuff. When do you guys think that the Lower Owens will be low enough? Right to, now, it's low enough. It is yeah. absolutely fishable. Okay. Yeah, and the weather—it's always usually when the weather changes too and starts cooling down instead mm -hmm. of being a hundred and four down in Bishop. Yeah, and that's right about now. So we need to go check it out. Okay. Um, and report back how it is and when we can start. And, and the upper Owens, uh, is just a matter of snow and yeah, that, they right? just got their first snow up there. And Did they? Yeah. And it got down in there too. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So what are the water temperatures up there in, uh, Crowley? What do you guys? Fantastic. They're finally down 60 degrees, upper fifties. Yeah. The fish are super active. Yeah. Um, it's it, been great. It was like 16, 13 to 16 inch rainbows rocketed around and they are like felt like 20 because they just would not give up and it's just because that water temp finally cooled down and they're getting active again wow yeah cool. well right on you guys do you guys have anything else or? i got a little guide tip to okay. say real quick go for it um a lot of folks that come out we notice they're in the shop and doing paperwork and all that and they have their prescription glasses on they get out on the water and they're not wearing them and they cannot see their takes <laughs> the flies going by goes under we're like did you see that and they're like no no if you guys wear your prescription glasses in life to get around, you have to wear them on the water. <laughs> oh, my God. Either get cocoons to go over them. Their yeah, cocoon get cocoons. fits are really cocoons. nice. They're stylish. They fit real well. Or you can get prescription ones. But that's really important. One of the most... Uh, the biggest errors we see is people not wearing their prescription so back glasses. Back to the cocoons. On uh, two days ago, my client Michael has $200 Oakleys, came in, saw the cocoons, Said these are going to be great because I can take these on the water. I don't have to worry about scratching them. Yep. We get out on the water. He goes, these are better than my Oakleys. I can see way better. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> there you go. So that's the guide tip of the day. So I do have one more thing to add to. Sure. It was, it's several episodes ago, a guy gave us some really nice compliments about our guiding and how we've been doing here at the shop. And we were kind of overwhelmed with that and really didn't know what to say in the moment. <laughs> so we just want to say we wouldn't be able to do any of that without having guy put the platform out here for oh, us thanks, guys. Yep. And, uh, and teach us the whole whole lot too and how yeah. lucky we are to work for such a legend and such a great well-established shop yep. so we just want to say thank you and thank you, thank you for yep.
Thank you, brothers. Thank All right. you. Um, there you have it, you guys. And the Kern River Fly Shop Guide Roundtable for October 11th, 2021. We'll catch you guys next time. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment. You want to succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.